Welcome to the Fedora Podcast. This is Season 2, Episode 9. This is the podcast to teach you about how the Fedora community works. We bring you news, interviews, and more. I've got Marie Norton with me to talk about Fedora Nest. This is the Fedora Podcast, a proud member of the Destination Linux Network. With me today, I've got Marie Norton, the Fedora Community Action and Impact Coordinator, who is now our most frequent guest on the Fedora Podcast. Hi, Marie. Hi, Grayson. How are you? Good. She's here to talk about Nest, but before we get into that, Marie, do you just want to introduce yourself and kind of quickly explain what you do around Fedora? Sure. Hi, my name is Marie Norton, and as Grayson said, my uh, title is Fedora's Community Action and Impact Coordinator. So that is a long community forge title for community support person all around um, uh, helper, basically. Um, and I do all kinds of stuff for Fedora, like uh, events, and I help out on teams, and I, I run the Mindshare committee, and I'm on the council. So I do all kinds of stuff all over Fedora. And before I was in this job, I uh, contributed to Fedora since 2013 uh, on the design team. Previously on the Fedora podcast, in episode one of season two, you did come on and talk about Fedora Nest for 2021. Now that Fedora Nest has happened, we want you to talk about it and explain kind of what the good points were, the bad points, how it went, all that type of thing. Before we do that, could you explain what is Fedora Nest? Cool. So Nest with Fedora is the virtual edition of the Fedora Project's annual Contributor Conference. So our annual Contributor Conference provides a place and a space for our community to get together and communicate, connect with each other, um, and get energized for the upcoming year. Uh, this year, we had Nest with Fedora that was online. It was August 5th through 7th, and it is the second year we ran Nest with Fedora virtually. At this Fedora Nest in 2021, how many attendees did we have? So this year at Nest, we attracted approximately 900 registrants and 730 actual participants during the event. So that's actually really awesome turnout. That's an 81% turnout. So that's 4% over uh, Hoffman's industry standard, which is the platform that we use. Um, and beyond having that above uh, average turnout, we also basically doubled our registration and turnout from Block 2020, where we had about 500 uh, registrations and a 70% turnout. So amazing, uh, amazing attendance this year at Best. That's awesome. Who sponsored this year's Nest? Okay, we had a lot of sponsors, more than we've had in a couple years. So that was really cool to see. Um, we have Red Hat, of course, uh, Amazon Web Services. We have Alma Linux and Lenovo. Then we had OpenSUSE, GitLab, and Datto. Last but not least, we had Shells. And we also had two 
media partners, uh, It's Boss and Destination Linux Network. Yay, Destination Linux Network. Um, <laughs> but really, thanks to all of them, they're what makes this conference possible. What did we use for the hallway track this year? Every year, we want to have a place where the talks can happen and we can have official teaching moments where people can learn about Fedora. But we also want a place where people can just kind of hang out and talk to each other. How did we do that? So this year, we used something called Work Adventure. So Work Adventure is a virtual socializing type platform in the 8-bit style where you can walk around and kind of bump into other people as if you were in a hallway and chat with them. So you can chat in small groups of up to four people, or we had some Jitsi rooms set up in the middle where you could have a bunch of people join in. So that was really cool. But what made it awesome was the fact that it was themed as the Fedora Museum. So it had, you know, Fedora badge art in there. We had our logos, we had wallpaper designs, we had cute little badger and panda statues and uh, a souvenir shop where you could pick up your fedora badge for stopping by so it was just super cute and all the credit for that goes to the outreach intern that I mentored over the summer Daria Chaveri so she did an amazing job and I got so many uh nice compliments and great feedback about people's experience there what was our lineup for um what was our lineup for sessions? So we had a nice chunk of sessions this year. We had three keynotes. So we had Matthew State of Fedora, obviously. We had uh, Leslie Hawthorne speaking about negotiation theory for geeks. And we had Chelsea Troy talking about giving and receiving feedback. All of those were really great keynotes. And uh, the videos will be going up on YouTube soon. So um, definitely take a look at those ones if, if you can only watch a couple. Um, we had 48 or, or so info, informational sessions. Um, we had five hack sessions. We had 17 social sessions. And then we had two sessions of me, Matthew, and Ben just doing nothing. <laughs> the Marie, Matthew, and Ben doing nothing sessions are probably one of the most entertaining ones and um i was a proud presenter at one of those info sessions uh there was a talk about what is the fedora podcast for me and i was helped out in that talk by michael tunnell who is our partner at the destination linux network one of the exciting things that happened at nest was everyone got a swag pack what is in the swag pack we need to know Okay, so I don't want to give away too much, but there are 20 plus items in the swag pack, which I know is a lot, but there's a lot of stickers in there, don't worry. I will also say that there are five or six new items with the new Fedora logo on them, including a piece of drinkware. Um, there's stuff from, I think almost all of our sponsors got something in there, whether it was a sticker or something more. Uh, there is a USB 3.0 has an old Fedora logo on it, but still works fine. And there's a mystery item 
that I'm super excited for people to have in their hands and it's for foundations themed, but that's all I'll say. That helped a little, but I still really need to know what all is in that box. I guess I'll just have to wait and see. Speaking of waiting and seeing for it, when will we get it? Okay, so everyone's got to be patient. <laughs> this is uh, it takes a lot of effort to get all the different pieces together. So we have them all. They're they're basically kitted. I'm pretty sure that process is done. Basically, just putting all the pieces into their own box. I saw a picture of it. So that means that they're starting to ship out, but it's shipping from the United States. So because international shipment, everything going on with COVID, things are a little bit not as standard as usual, just uh, give it until October. So hopefully it'll land on your doorstep some point in September. Um, and there's just a couple people answering that customer service email. So Give them a break. They're trying to make this happen. So wait until October before you start emailing. I am super excited to receive mine. After the event, you ran a survey asking everybody what their thoughts were on the conference. Did you find anything that was interesting or could be used in the future? So absolutely. Uh, we found some really interesting stuff out from this, the post-event survey. Um, one of the coolest things I think was uh, that we can estimate about half of the attendees had never participated in a Fedora event. And that includes FUDCOMs, walks, past nests, and release parties. Half the people at the event had never been at one of those. And we did see that the breakout was uh, more than half regular or occasional contributors. So that means that some of those occasional contributors that have never made it to an event before did make it. And then we have a whole bunch of new people so uh, that was something that was really cool to find out. Um, we had a response of about 70% of respondents felt like they had a better understanding of the Fedora project. So that was really cool. One of our goals was to kind of give a how to get involved. What does this team do? What does that team do? And this response uh, in this question makes me feel like we hit that goal to an extent. Um, so uh, we also asked people, like, where did they hear about Nest? Because we kind of wanted to see where, our, um, you know, our biggest avenues that we're hitting people in, basically, with this with kind of outreach. Um, so it went mailing list was the top. And then we had IRC, Matrix, Telegram, because they're kind of all bridged together. And then the community blog. So those, that's where people are listening. So that's cool to hear. Um, we asked folks if they would want to come again. We had 63 or 64% almost say they would attend Flock or Nest in the future. Um, and 24% of the, or 24% also said yes, but only if it's virtual. So I thought that's an interesting thing to point out there. Um, we had about 50% of our attendees uh, attended three to five sessions. And then next with about 20% attending six to eight sessions. So happy with the attendance rate for people as well. Um, and 40.5% of respondents would prefer Fedora's annual contributor conference to be hybrid. So uh, I think that's probably coming in our future. Uh, the absolute highlight of the survey is going to be a 4.33 out of five satisfaction rating. So super excited with that feedback. 
overall, that's a really encouraging and interesting feedback. That's a lot of people who were satisfied with it, which I think is awesome. Um, I was a little surprised when I heard about the mailing lists. I would think that less people would have heard about it on the mailing list. Um, but the rest of it seems to make about sense. Unless there's... There might be some correlation between people who will respond to surveys and those who are on mailing lists. Hmm. Would it be bad to say that I'm not on the mailing list, but I still respond to the survey? That <laughs> you're on no mailing list, Grayson? None at all? I... Wow, I'm jealous. You should just stay that way as long as you can. Yeah, they seemed like a lot of work, and I was happy in Matrix. Uh, also, yeah, you can avoid some drama. I can too. always just Let's check in HyperKitty if I need to. Absolutely. So we did have some people saying, well, they'd come to it either way, but some will only come if it's virtual. Next year, what do you think we're going to do? Virtual or in-person? So I think the short answer is to this is we still don't know. Um, COVID is obviously still affecting our lives and international travel is not even allowed in some places currently. Um, so it's really hard to plan an international conference without the ability to bring people from all over the world. So if we're not able to do that, I'm not sure we'll have a person. If we can, I think we'll have it hybrid. I think we've provided information online and uh, this basically quality of content and engagement with these events that if we stop doing it now, a lot of people would be missing out. So uh, my ideal answer is hybrid. And uh, my practical answer is I don't know yet. I think my ideal world would be hybrid. Yeah, I think it's just going to be tough, though, to make it work. And it's going to be a lot of work. I think I'm going to need another organizer to make that happen. We're going to have to clone you. If only Ben would uh, lend me his cloning machine. Is there anything else you want to add about Nest? I think the uh, only thing I really want to add is a uh, big thanks to everybody who helped me organize and pull off all the little pieces. I'm not going to start listing names because it was over a month ago. And I will not remember everybody, but a big thanks to all those people who made it happen. And also a big thanks to everybody who came, the Thor community, for coming and hanging out, listening, learning, connecting with each other. Um, it's just a, a platform with some sessions in it until everyone kind of jumps in there and starts chatting and being themselves. So I had a great time and I'm looking forward to next year. What was your favorite part of Nest? What do you think, which part did you enjoy the most? Ooh, that's a good question. <laughs> um, so I think my favorite part about it is hmm, a couple things. So it's like me as the organizer of the event, I think my favorite part is hearing everybody enjoying their time. Like people saying, this is cool. Oh, I saw this, you know, thing over in the Fedora Museum. So cute. Or I met and ran into this person. I'm so happy. Um, or, you know, just general 
generally people saying thanks for the work or you know great feedback that we got on the survey like I think that's my favorite part about like organizing it is hearing everyone's response to all the work that I put in so that's really cool I think that for myself like at the conference I had the most time participating in like informational sessions I was really looking forward to a lot of the sessions that I was a part of like um, I had uh, was part of a hack fest for the Fedora community outreach revamp where we worked on docs um, I was part of a DEI panel session just exploring and talking about Fedora's diversity and inclusion efforts over the years um, and kind of like how we can move forward with that. I was part of a tell your Fedora story session where we just chatted about Fedora stories and worked on stuff for the upcoming um, Fedora week of diversity. I ran social sessions, we did Pictionary, we did Among Us. Um, so being a part and hanging out with the community, that was, that was my next favorite probably, or my other favorite. Those are both awesome answers. I want to thank you for all the work you did on Nest. It was a really fun event for me, and I want to, like you did, thank everybody who came. You were what made it really fun. We just talked about what happened recently at Nest this year. What do you see coming up in the future for Fedora in Fedora events? Cool. So we have a couple events coming up in the next few months. So in October, there's going to be something called the Fedora Week of Diversity. And this is an evolution of Fedora Women's Day. It is along the same lines. And this year we are telling Fedora stories. So basically it's going to be a week of content that we're publishing and a couple other things that we've been working on that we're going to promote and bring awareness to during that week. So that's kind of what we have in store. We're also trying to see if we can revive happiness packets for that. So just kind of keep an eye out for some fun Fedora stories. I have interviewed lots of people and people came by um, our session at Nest. So there's some good things and some funny things to listen to for sure. Um, so that's in October. Then we will have the Fedora Linux 35 release party. And that will be at the beginning of November. So uh, the release is scheduled for right at the end of October. So I think I'm going to give a little more buffer this time. Um, so I think it'll be either the first or second week in November. Week, weekend, Friday, Saturday sort of thing. I can't wait for both of those. I'm super excited for both. And now, the first one we've done in a while. What's going on, Fedora? Right now, we've got a few test days active and coming up for Fedora 35. Test days are when we have scheduled times for you to help test out different pieces of the new Fedora release. From the 7th to the 15th of September is the Internationalization Test Day. Okay, just cut all that. Another test day that is going on right now is... From the 9th to the 17th of September, the GNOME 41 test week. This test week is to test, as it sounds like, GNOME 41. You just update to Fedora 35 Workstation, which includes GNOME 41 RC, and see if you can find anything that's crashing or not working properly. If you do find anything, obviously file a bug.
The third test day is the Kernel 5.14 test days, which is the 12th to the 20th of September. Or our last test day is actually just one day. It is the audio test day on the 15th of September. So the day after this podcast will be coming out. If you listen to it when it comes out, it will be tomorrow. This test day is to focus on working with Pipewire and Wireplumber. If you find any bugs, please report them. All of these test days have chat rooms, links to people you can talk to for help, and bug trackers. You can find those all in the show notes. Thanks for listening. That was Season 2, Episode 8 of the Fedora Podcast. Please visit podcast.fedoraproject.org to find our chat room, send us email, listen to other episodes, and more. I'm your host, Grayson, and Tricknology made our music. Please subscribe, and we'll see you in a couple of weeks.